You're watching Mallrats, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. We're doing another episode of our Mandalorian rewatch. Hello, hello. I'm Nolan. And I'm Bob. And today we're going to be watching Chapter 5 and Chapter 6. Yes, sir. Season 1. We are ready for that. Don't play it already. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm trying to get it queued. It was set, but then we messed around. So now I have to get it all queued up again. Which is what you should be doing yeah. if you are they know how it works. truly following along at this particular point. Um, so we, uh, we have it all set up. So the, uh, the first, this is the gunslinger. Um, and we can talk through some of the stuff about our, our thoughts and feelings. So, uh, um, we're going to get ready to hit play here. Um, you know, we're at the Disney screen zero, zero, zero for gunslinger episode five, season one. So on the count of three, one, one two, two, three, go. There's beautiful the, blue Disney. It is. It is a really beautiful blue and I'm really more. A red person but it's one of those things that um a good blue can really be soothing yeah i agree some greens also some green not the pea green pea green no a really dark no but there's something about a right cool there forest in the middle. green right there a grogu baby yoda green that could work he's more blue green all right, so the last episode we're watching here with the recaps, it was number four sanctuary. Yep. So this is straight up. They wanted to sit at home. He he was thinking about settling down. No, for a moment you thought the woman was going to take his helmet off. Yeah, for a split second, right? He wouldn't allow it. He wouldn't. But then now that they can see that the baby, you know, baby Yoda at this particular point, um, you know, he was not. Uh, he's not safe there. No matter how nope. far, how many hours out of the way they went on that little hover sled. I don't know how fobs even work, but that would be really confusing in space. All of the <laughs> infinite amount of directions you could yeah. go. Especially if you go like light speed past a system. Yeah. Would it just bloop and, and then be nothing? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, space. Beautiful. All right, this is a really physics and nerd thing about space that drives me nuts. The, the way that they're going back and forth, you would need propulsion laterally on the sides in order to jump to the left, jump to the right. Maybe they Not, have propulsion. But we never see anything. It's always just, and how they can just all of a sudden lift in an airplane. It's a different galaxy. Well, there can I'm be different rules. There's no air here. An air, the airplanes are lifted off the ground, you know, underneath the wings. They go fast enough, and then air, and then the thrust I see what you're keeps saying. them a lot. You know, that wouldn't work in space. It doesn't, and that's why whenever you see a, a good that, space movie, you see itty bitty little bursts. Apollo thirteen, a little burst mm -hmm. here or there to correct it. So you would be seeing things shooting all over the sides <laughs> in order to do it, and even just right there, opening the what are those called? Aerofoils. Yeah, and then he hit pulled the back. Yeah. Like what? You would need more thrust in the front to go back to go back or equal because inertia will keep you going. Or pull a... once he turns off his engines, he's still going at that speed. What's that called? Crazy Ivan. Oh, Crazy Ivan. So we just talked through the whole dog fighting aspect. So hopefully you're watching because it was beautiful. Um, 
his big razor crest doesn't seem to be it's not the slave one no uh fire spray fire spray gosh you're gonna keep doing that every time <sighs> sorry it's coated in me okay don't let it I'll, I'll try not to so trapped out in space this is always uh an interesting issue maybe fear you know that uh especially if you think of han with his falcon always breaking down you know thank goodness there's a planet right here because mm -hmm. you could be light years away from nothing and sublight engines you'll never make it there you'll die before that oh it's tatooine he just happens to be near tatooine the galaxy is so massive and trillions it's... of plants whatever of stars, it's okay it advances the plot of planets i love it and it's just one galaxy there's a lot of galaxies mm -hmm. it just that's the, the logistics of it or the just the infinite possibilities of what's out there and that's where i've always been somebody that there is life out there you sure yeah just variable wise there's got to be other people like us if not us that look like us that have produced some sort of society or even just bacteria yeah that's it the different kind yeah and maybe over time that bacteria could evolve into given billions of years into mm -hmm. life hey there she is this is the first time this is Pelly's first time and it's as we've talked in the boba fett amy sedaris a comedic actor mm -hmm. and what's crazy is if you look her up or have seen her in other things she she really hides behind her look she's an attractive woman and she did a podcast with oh i can't remember where it was but they were talking about how she you know likes to i would i do not want to say uglifies herself but she likes to you know, whether it was a Comedy Central show where she's always got, you know, this big smile on her face, you know, and is really scrunching up her, her mm -hmm. neck, you know, skin. Um, but this character here, yeah, she does. She definitely gets to shine later on in Boba Fett. And we got to see our pit droids. Well, that's fun. I don't think R5 yet. Um, Skippy, I don't think we've seen him yet. But the pit droids were always fun, even with the people blasting Phantom Menace. I don't understand it. It's all Star Wars. I agree. But you have to think of the mindset of the people. Yeah. My generation. You're different. Older than me with... when they saw them. Because I wasn't born until, you know, a year after. Well, it was probably still in the theaters when I was born. But, it, you know, 78. And so getting to see Moss Eisley, him walking around was bum, bum. really cool. Because it's a practical set. It's not, well, I'm sure some of that back there was CG, but yeah, they built this this street. Okay, so it's now the this is, these are the helmets. So if he just takes a right, we're jumping up to Boba Fett around this time. The Pike Syndicate has their offices right there. <laughs> right? Because that's oh. the next time we see them. And did you see how close her shop is to those yeah. helmets? Pretty sure they just cheated at Sabacc. Oh, they got their little Sabacc cards. She's almost like a hermit, isn't she? Surrounds herself with drugs yeah. the whole time. Or a farmer. Or a farmer, yeah. Minus the farming. I will never get tired of watching him walk or waddle. Aww. Think of him with the rancor when he just kind of sachets out mm -hmm. there, you know? 
Well, no, Mando sachets. He kind of still had a little back and forth. A little strut. I was so amazed at how they could film this entire series. And then, what, a year later, six months later, whatever, no one knew anything about Baby Yoda. You know, it it didn't get spoiled. You know, it was, it was it's amazing. Just, as big as it's turned out, how they hit it and how cute. Does it have teeth? It. Or does it, Baby Yoda? Or does it just swallow? I'm trying to think if Yoda had teeth. All I can think of is Cad Bane's visual from Boba Fett with spikes. Yoda like, would look weird with teeth. Yeah, especially human teeth. Oh, stop. <laughs> Pelly is somebody who grew on me. I wasn't down on her, mm. but all oh, the cantina. We don't serve your kind here. They matched up the door, the entry. He walks in and we instantly think a new hope. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's the big difference right now that we see? There are droids. So we're years past that. Less racism now. I think there was Skippy a bit ago. But droids, we don't serve their kind. He'll have to wait outside. That's what they said to C-3PO. And here we got droid bartenders. They're the IG droid heads. Uh, that's the the one who the put a restraining they're... bolt in Jabba's palace. Oh, no, not, not that. But like in the background. Oh, there's an IG like... in the back? No. Oh, I'm sorry, I heard IG head. Like from uh, what they used to in the original trilogy to make IG-88's oh. head. Oh, were those one of those looked like just, a spittoon type. Yeah, they just repurposed yeah. it. Good job. All right, so Toro. Calican. Now, this guy here, he, his eyebrows match up. If you know his dad, and we've referenced him before, uh, Bobby Cannavale, a movie movie actor, the bad guy in Jumanji. He was big on the Boardwalk oh, yeah, Empire yeah. show. He's done a lot of other... He was in The Station Agent with um, Peter Dinklage. So this is his son, and he definitely has his <laughs> eyes Yes, stare. definitely. Kids talking a big game. Don't overplay your hand. Fennec Shan, first name, the first reference. What do you remember her from? Think back to when we first saw this. Was she a name that you recognized or an actress that you knew? Mulan. You knew of her as the voice of Mulan? Yeah. Was there anything else? I'd seen no, her not really. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. She was in that. No. Nope. The TV show. But she was also in ER, the Michael Crichton, uh, George Clooney show. Oh. You know, back in the hmm. 90s. That was the first time I really saw her and knew of her. When was Mulan? Uh, Mid-90s. So right around that time. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Would, yeah. Got it all memorized. It was really cool seeing the cantina again. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just for a couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And him walking out, this is the same path that they take for the Millennium Falcon, how they walk down those steps, turn around, and go, "What a hunk of junk!" Oh, <laughs> make point six past light speed or whatever he says, you know. Okay, 
kid never stays where he's supposed to. <laughs> I'm awake. Oh, man, that droid just shut itself off. Hidden its shell like a turtle. Can't yeah. flip its switch like the one in Java's <laughs> palace. Or Bib's palace at that point, isn't it? They're trying to break up. The yes. And we apologize when we start jumping and talking about the Boba Fett just, show. Yeah, it's because just It was established that it's overlapping at this particular point. Mm -hmm. Boba is out with the Tuscans at this particular point. Yeah, right now. Right now. And, um, as we'll see in a minute. Yeah. And so I guess we're under the assumption not just that you've seen Mandalorian. If you haven't, go watch him without us talking over it because. Please. Please, I would hate to listen to us if we haven't seen this. I don't like listening to this while not watching it. <laughs> it's kind of difficult, but it's fun to just, we're not shushing each other if we were watching and people are, Shh. right? Quiet. Drives me nuts. So we see speeder bikes. And so uh, the thing, you know, Filoni and Favreau, how they work this stuff, there's just always so many Easter eggs. Favroni. fan service, right? Mm-hmm. What's the fan service? We get to see speeder bikes. We've seen them before in more than just... We haven't seen them um, since the movies. Return of the Jedi. It's just cool. We do see Anakin use them to go track down his mom when she's kidnapped mm -hmm. by the Tuscans. But we're going to... You know, we see the cantina, right? We see most... Big Isley. fan service. We're going to see Tuscans. We're going to see Banthas. Who directed this song? We get all of the fan service of... Everything associated with Tatooine except like Moisture Farm. I thought it was a Bantha, not a Dubak. Um, I think the Dubak is what's gonna they're gonna use as bait here in a little bit. Nice. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would like to ride one of those. You don't have to worry about tipping <laughs> them over like motorcycles and stuff. It's just you never line. fall over. Oh, yeah, so here's some Banthas coming. These aren't what I was talking Not, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The dead guy on mm -hmm. hanging off of it. It's amazing how much of Star Wars happens related to Tatooine. Yeah. It's you know a force mean? planet. If they hadn't put Luke there. Why don't you tell them yourself? Turns around, they snuck up. They are right there. All right, so you think this is Boba's tribe? Because Boba's with Tuscans right now. I guess. They don't have to, because remember, this is Mos Eisley. Didn't they die before this? I'm trying to remember in the Boba Fett it really timeline. I don't know. I think he's still living with them. Maybe they're doing the train stuff right now with the spice. Because he has to come to Mos Eisley in order for them to be killed. No, but the part I'm thinking, because we're basically at like the lens flare part, which is when he was off on a bantha. I think, I don't I don't remember if the tribe was already dead. But but it, it's happening now. The, yes. The, the shows are have finally merged up. As we're going to see with the last clip of this show, 
when Fennec gets shot. Yeah. We know now that that's then Cad Bane comes strolling. Well, it could have been. Well, we're hoping. I mean, you got yeah. the you got it right that Cad Bane existed. Please be Bantha. Please be Bantha. No, it's a do back. Great, and he's just dragging somebody who got picked off. Look at the shots. I mean, she's a mile plus away. I wonder what you know how in the movies with snipers they always have to judge the wind the and then distance. they reach up and they click something click 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 on the top of their gun to that's just for the scope by the scope or you know then they have to aim a little bit whichever way because of the uh um the wind with the laser bullet drop too to do that? I don't I don't think, think so. so I think it would just cut right through it if it's really speed of light though right. it wouldn't matter right cuz you move and you're dead so it's not quite the speed of light because we can see it. Mm -hmm. I love this looking. It's some dead guy. The thing that's going to tick him off that somebody's close, it's blinking. And if he's chasing Fennec, oh crap, she's close. Ding! Thank goodness for his... Oh, she was clicking. We should count how many dings there are in this. He says, very fortunate they keep hitting them. Ding! Right, let's I know you're not going to do like a suit of armor, but I'd always be worried they're going to hit my elbows. They're going to hit my midsection that's not oh, yeah, covered. That, hit that me really in the sucks. side. That's two dings. Because, yeah, we see she's a good sharpshooter, but we don't get to see her really action until next season when she fights alongside Boba. But then we really get to see her in the Boba Fett show when she assassinates and yeah. does all that stuff. She's got Is that the high, high ground? ground. Don't try it. It won't work. Okay. Jumps. I don't know why you jump. Like all the way up there when you just run. And why did why did his hover droid stop right there? Why couldn't it quickly? I don't know. Or force push. So many inconsistencies. Force push Obi Wan or pull him. Nobody you. uses the force because it would make everything easy. Well, we see that in the novels and stuff, the Darth Bane books. You know, whenever they're fighting, they always seem that they talk about putting up a force shield around them mm -hmm. so that it, uh, you know, eliminates. Negates any sort of their force. ancient Sith. Well, yes, that's a fact. Yes, All right, this is cute. <laughs> you done? It's like a kid spinning the gun. You don't? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just wake anyway. Wouldn't you just hit the bike? They have like two... the second it goes up. Oh. I think the desert would could still be pretty bright if there was a uh, enough sun. Not suns, moons. They have two yeah. suns. Does Tatooine have any moons? Three. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. I love. You see the look of his cape flapping. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of the Boba Fett cartoon, from the. I think I visually remember him, 
or maybe it's from the Clone Wars, the Gendry Tarkovsky Clone Wars, yeah, the micro series. There's somebody riding, and it's just, you know, their cape is just flared back behind them. And they're going in a straight line. Stop <laughs> it. But it's it's true, right? Yes. The shortest distance between 80 points is a straight line. You so sure? I understand this. But some sort of weaving, some sort of odd angles. Nice. Yeah. Flare is a great idea. Wow. That's another thing. Okay, she's smart. She keeps hitting him, but he doesn't die. She would try for some other place. Don't you think? I guess. I I gotta look up how old she is. I think yeah, she that's, is... Yeah, that's what's confused. Is she like 40? Well, if was she, she let's just say she was Mulan? 25 with Mulan. That was 25, 7 years ago. So she's, she's in her 50s. But I think Jeez. she's in the back half of her 50s. Wow. Mulan was 98. She was born in 1963. She's almost 60. What? My, that can't be right. That's not right. What? Hold on, let me. N 1963, so 27 years gets you to 2000. What? Yeah, she's 15 years older than me. Jeez. Wow. It's crazy. She looks fantastic. And yes, there might be some stunts, but she is very gifted in athletic. Yeah. Martial arts and things of that nature. Sixty three. Nineteen sixty three. Okay. She's sixty three? No, 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 no. I thought no. we just did the math. <laughs> we just did the math. Yeah, and uh, Tamara Morrison was born in 60, so he is over 60. They're pretty close, though. Yeah. Welcome. You're my ticket into the guild. The mind games she plays with him coming up are pretty interesting. Mind gamey. See you in the Old West, they just make you... Tie you up and drag. Yep, or we can dra <laughs> drag you. That would really hurt, though. Mm -hmm. See, this is the type of shot that would be in the volume. Oh yeah, you know, and it's just you can't tell. It looks like they're. It's just the seamlessness of when they are in the desert or when they are in the volume. It's just. It makes you. It takes you there. So, so many things sometimes take you out of moments. This doesn't allow you to do that because it's so seamlessly woven together. Fascinating. It's going to go hunt a back and slowly walk. Boba rides a bantha and slowly walks. Like a bantha. Seems like I would just take forever to get anywhere. Inefficient. Especially when you got a bounty here and you want to get it processed. Do speeder bikes take, like, gasoline? I'm sure they take some sort of fuel. Because how does it just repulse forever? Good point. Maybe just making stuff up here. 
maybe there's some iron in the ground and magnets in it. Yeah. Every, every planet you go has minerals. Yes. I don't know if they're using But it magnets. just levitates. It doesn't even... Sometimes it bounces when they sit on it, but he's just chilling. Gosh, that's beautiful. Look at that. I mean, it's obvious what she's trying to do. You see yeah. this any time that there are captors, you know, trying to get them to turn. By getting in the guild, it will provide him opportunities and mm -hmm. status. There's a whole covert of them. She'll never know. Legendary. Pump up the young kid and his ego and mm -hmm. wants to be somebody. When he takes the child hostage, go ahead. why don't you just take Mando's ship? But the kid didn't escape. I don't know. Because she told him about the armor. And yeah. like capturing him or whatever would be good. The target's a thing that has money. Maybe. Yeah. I think about greed or whatever. Okay, so quick draw. That a Toro bit of shot a, first. Yeah, that he Toro shot first. There's no doubt. There was a bit of a explosion out of the end of it. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It was like sparks. Not so much just the laser. We'll see later in the shootout if it's like yeah. always or. But a shot to the stomach. If he truly wants her dead. And yeah, she's unconscious. Like how Cobb Vance, when he gets shot, then he's knocked out. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's dead. See, in the movies, they would just double tap them and ensure that they're not getting up. No, not in the movies. The movies always just let people stay alive. Oh, no, no. What was that rule? Rule number whatever in Zombie Land. It was rule number two. Was it two? Double tap? Boom, boom. I think speeder bikes would be a little untraceable in a desert. Because they float? They float. No tracks. Maybe the displacement going fast leaves a little track, but then the wind would cover it. Right? Yeah. Slowly walking into town. And now it's nighttime again. So he, he met him there, didn't he? So yeah. he knows where his, his landing bay is. That might have been a unnecessary risk on his part, knowing he had mm -hmm. the child in his 
here. He could ask around, though. Could have. There's Pally. He's got the kid. I wonder how long it took to make one episode. A couple weeks? Maybe. They would have been a fun couple weeks, handful of days on set for this kid. Oh, yeah. Has he known anything else? I have not heard from him or of him other than this. It's a cameo. Oh, he wants, yeah, so he wants yeah. to get this. <laughs> Very clever with the flash. Legendary. Legendary. Where are you going to shoot him? In Ding! Bicep? Oh, I don't see any sparks. Whoop. Gosh, so dangerous that he could have landed on the kid. He's a force baby. It's okay. around it disappeared like yoda mm. <laughs> that's a meme isn't it him looking around the yeah. crate or the basket thing i just like him sipping the soup the there's a lot of them with all of her comedic experience i wonder if she's ever allowed to improv a little bit probably because when Mando's not there, it's the droids, and those are CG. Mm -hmm. That's probably what our five would be there. But the Womp Rats—I mean, she's alone in the volume. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, she, as long as she gets the main uh, dialogue out, she can play around a bit. Oh, nice, generous. So that's the cash from Toro. Yep. Was it that Toro paid him, or he just took it off him? I wasn't looking. He took it off him. He took it off him. Now, if he really wanted, why did he could have taken Fennec for the bounty? But well, he, he doesn't need the bounty. Well, he can't go and claim the bounty. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he can't go back to Navarro, or he's blacklisted right now. Do you remember who directed this one? Um, no. I would have guessed Favreau just for the, like I talked about the fan service. Oh, here we go. I mean, Robert Rodriguez does the Boba stuff next season, but I don't think he did anything this season. Didn't they just have three? The three directors and they just cycled through them? Dave Filoni. Yeah. There you go. There's not a lot of shows that you watch the credits. This is one of them. This is one because just the artwork is. Look at that Boba Fett armor. Amazing. And then, I mean, this is conceptual stuff. So this is what they're when they're brainstorming, and then they use these in mm -hmm. order to design the sets or costumes. Because I mean, Toro or other people look a little different. Like Pelly doesn't look like that, but 
they did this before they probably cast Amy Sedaris in the role. So they don't know exactly what that person's going to look like. Isn't there an NFL coach with the last name similar to Cannavale? Like Patriots or something? Bill Belichick? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Wait a minute. Belichick sounds like I don't know. It, Bobby it's, Cannavale? It's different. Mm. It's like it is. It has the same pacing. Cannavale. Belichick. Belichick. Okay, a little of. bit. Oh, wow. Oh. That belly. <laughs> it's different. Very weathered. We find out later that she isn't, um, has never left the planet. Crazy. Yeah. That's, that's the gunslinger. That's it. Oh, that's it for the prisoner. The, um, oh, these are two good episodes, two self contained, um, little stories. And then they you know all come I mean? back later. And yes, you have the through line of him evading the child, uh, evading bounty hunters etc but this one i distinctly distinctly remember do we want to roll right into it Man, no. uh, let's give the people a break give them a little bit of a break um so go ahead and get yours uh queued up to the disney scene uh where you're listening uh this will be chapter six the prisoner and we'll count you down before we hit play so um if you wanted to keep this going then you don't have to scroll through the podcast and come back to it Getting it queued up here on Disney. The beautiful blue. Beautiful blue We're Disney. Zero, zero, zero. And uh, this prisoner, the prisoner. This prisoner. Was one of our uh, most enjoyable episodes because of the emergence of Mayfeld. Mayfeld by Bill. And everyone else. And everyone else. It was good. Okay, so on the count of three, go ahead and hit start. Um, one, three, two. two. Three, go. I don't know why I started with three. I don't know either. It's Counting can be very challenging. I know. Very challenging. Intellectually diminished. Yeah. It's nice to see these uh, rehashing ones, especially if we had, on the first of our two episodes that we do, just to get our mind back yeah. into it. Otherwise, we could skip these, but then we would have to count down and get people to yeah do that and then there's the intro so we just let it just let let it roll let it play and plus an older fanboy seeing lucasfilm show up because you know instantly star it was just gonna john williams music was just gonna blast away it was very memorable uh so yeah the prisoner and so I can remember when we watched these each week, we had no idea what, no, what just to happened. expect, you know, which is awesome. That's why I, I hate and try to stay away from any sort of rumors or spoilers. Um, it just, there's only one first time you see it. Exactly. And you cannot see it. a sec- Yeah. Just one first time. So we, we haven't seen it yet, but he landed in some sort of, uh, Outpost, spaceport thing. Uh, you know, in novels and such, they're like smuggler post outpost. There's probably a bar. There's he's in the hangar bay to get stuff worked on. We've never seen this Rand guy before. No, he is new in the show. Clearly, they have a relationship, though a past. Um, but people familiar with the show Sons of Anarchy, he was in that as uh, the biker gangs and stuff. So 
and he looked exactly the same <laughs> with the big bushy beard. All right, so rumors have He's heard the rumors. Not ru rumors. I guess it'd be facts. He's heard the truth. The truth. No questions. Guild code. Yeah. Love it. It is a just straight up prison break episode. Mm. So all he needs is the ride and you brought it. What was he going to do beforehand? Well, he's not prison break. He probably sent something out. Hey, need a ship. Yeah. Don't give me that look. All it is <laughs> is a head tilt. He could be smiling under there, but so much Probably is conveyed. There had to be some acting coach, or I don't think it would be just now. The turn your head. That they would have to try little try like every combination of tilt, speed of turning, because mm -hmm. it can't just be a camera zooming in, you know, and the music. It has to something has to happen. A choice. So there's the Mr. Bald Guy, Miggs. Miggs Mayfeld. Now, we enjoyed him in this one. I enjoyed him, but I loved him in the next one. The next one being the next season, sorry. Yeah. Crazy to think there's only one more rewatch episode and then the season's over. You one more of our so podcast fast. because we have seven and eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're meaning? Okay. No, just seven. Well, I'm just wondering, making sure. Special three episode edition. This is I remember laughing so hard. He was one of the best triggermen. Ariel Sharpshooter. <laughs> That's not saying <laughs> it wasn't a stormtrooper wise ass. Love it. I love his thick Boston accent. There's no because Star Wars is full of accents, right? Not just the aliens, but then you have the Empire who tend to be very British, you know, very formal speaking. And just to hear some, you know, thug from who knows where, the outer rim or whatever. All right. Berg. The Deveron here. The Devil. Deveronian. It's, his name's Clancy Brown. He's been in a ton of stuff. His voice is in so many things. The first thing people might know him from would be Highlander. Um, there the, can be the only original, one. There can be only one. But first time I saw him, he was the chief guard in Shawshank. He was the one that guy. who bought beers for the crew after Andy helped him you know, with uh, protect some money. And a new frame. And he look out for Andy Dufresne. Andy eventually turned him in along with the warden, but. Gian. Now, this actress, oh, I can't remember her name, but she was in Harry Potter. She was in one of the later ones, a couple of later ones. She was one of the. Um, was it Mad-Eye Moody and his crew? What are they, Aurors or something like that? I don't know. Her name was Tonks. 
Tonks. But I think more popular for people of uh, not kids from those movies was uh, Game of Thrones. She was a captured wildling who helped Brandon Stark get across the wall. Just protect him. You must be speaking another language. They're just loading up guest stars in this episode. I love it. Tiny. The Clancy Brown, the Deveron, I always think Deveronian, he, um, he's a voice on Spongebob. Um, I don't know the character names, but I saw a, a clip of it. And it's, I think he's like a chef or something. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right, so here is the first IT crowd actor, Richard Iodi. Iodi? Iodi. Mm-hmm. Was he in Book of Boba Fett? No, he'll show up again in the Frog Lady episode of this next season. Oh. But the IT person that shows up is 88. And it's another actor from that IT show. Matt Berry. Yes, but none of them are Chris O'Dowd. Ha ha. Yes. You're never going to get Chris O'Dowd. I, it's going to blow your mind when it happens. Yeah, it will. You'd be like, it oh will my actually. gosh, you are so right. We're going to lead the episode off with that. In SpongeBob, he's Mr. Krabs. No That's way. I don't name. believe it. Oh, you'll listen to it and you're going to hear his voice. All right, so Zero is a good droid, a protocol droid. It's not protocol-esque, but a um, very human-esque. What's the the name of the bounty hunter who always goes around with a droid like that? Zuckus and Forlom? Yep. Thank you. The original bounty hunter crew. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people thought I, we might have even guess that some of those would have shown up in the Boba Fett show, like Danger, the the human with the white wrap around him. Mm A little rough. On the IT crowd, he's the guy with the weird, like, frizzy black hair. Yes. Right? He's very funny. He actually, I stumbled upon hit a travel show of his where I think he and another comedian, semi celebrity, would go to places in Europe and do the culture and stuff. Like, kind of like what Stanley Tucci did with his cooking thing around Italy. Mm. Um, and it was really enjoyable and he was really funny. Conan. Or, Conan O'Brien. That's exactly. That's another one. I guess that's more accurate because I don't think Stanley Tucci's wisecracking while eating food in Italy. <laughs> he is funny though. He does joke. I'm still saying it. His best role is Caesar Flickerman in Hunger Games. Um. Yes. I loved him in America's Sweethearts. He was the business. No. It's a rom-com type thing. Nope. And, but Deborah Wears Prada, he was fantastic in that as well. It's not Caesar. All right, we're going to turn this into the Stanley Tucci podcast. All right. So, Mando, you go and you go out and break this guy. Break him out. 
Time to pause the show and start talking about Stanley Tucci rolls. <laughs> I bet you there's a market out there for that <laughs> somewhere. I guarantee it. He's just so likable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they make him definitely play up the, the hugeness of that guy. Metal doesn't back down. And it won't back down. No. He's definitely trying to hide something. You know, them looking around his, his cargo bay. He doesn't have any carbonite bounties all hooked up. Nope. Now, we did talk about the role of Twi'lek women. A majority of them were always, you know, slaves or dancers. Um, we saw the ones in the sanctuary and Boba Fett, just kind of the pleasure people. Um, and uh, Ayla Secura was a Jedi. A Ayla would have been taken off planet as a child, so she'd have been fine, right? Garza Flip. You know, the, the ones who are uh, captured or something could be different. You know, they would have a chance for life. Uh, Hera Sindula. Sindula, her dad was a general and she was from Ryloth. So they have, it, it's nice because you don't see, that's the first Twilight in Star Wars to really have a prominent role. Yeah. Ayla Secura never talked. She was just background, then she gets shot. woman in a midriff. You know, that I remember she wasn't even an actor. She was somebody in the art department or worked at Lucasfilm, but they wanted to put her in there for eye candy or a favor or something. But all right, here's the big reveal. What big reveal? To them of Baby Yoda. They don't know anything about it. So they're not as intelligent as Fennec was hearing put piecing it together that he has a an asset, a mm -hmm. high target. High value target. His spidey senses will be going off just in case they did something. Bilber got to pick up the try again puppet. with this little fella. I'm so excited! That would be awesome. How many people do you think are controlling the puppet aspect? It's mainly just close ups, like that just seems to be a yeah. You know, just a little doll. I swear I remember reading somewhere that it was like a million dollars. The doll? Yeah. To make. Baby Yoda just died. Well, they should probably have strapped in. Yeah. He didn't give a warning, though. That Baby Yoda is always put in danger is thrown around. Can't stay away from Mando, though. No. And he, as we'll see, he protects him. All right, getting ready to break in. Huh. <laughs> 
Same good thing as a seal. Yeah. After watching this multiple times to, to see them all, you know, sharing glances and mm. looks. Stuff like, that's not they all know said. what's gonna happen. Well, at this point there everything is relying on Mando to be able to do this. That's mm -hmm. why he was recruited, not just not just for the ship, but the ship mainly. And so he's showing his worth and his value. But there's also the subtext of they're gonna do something to it. Potentially, yeah. This is a cool shot. What, like his head? Yeah. Right at the camera. <laughs> Drop it head first. Then Camera's the, upside then the down. Ab workout of raising yourself back up. Or that. Oof. So just move from the jungle gyms of elementary school. I don't know why you'd use knives in a blaster world. Right. Knife to a gunfight. And then you'd have to go pick them up. You'd run out of them. Yeah. It was like Hawkeye and Marvel. You would always run out of arrows. You never... I think in his show, Hawkeye, there were a few times where you could see him use them and grab the few, but... It never general, seemed to go down. There's always arrows. Are always arrows in the quiver. For a show that, uh, and Boba Fett especially, but Mando is very much like a Western, right? With yeah. The, this one is just a wonderful little, um, oh, oh, it's like uh, uh, the John Favreau character yeah. from Solo. Solo. Was his Rio? Yeah, there we go. What are, what are they called? Can't remember, but they had multiple hands. <laughs> That's how Han figured out what he was because he yeah. came out of nowhere. And pulled I remember he up. says, like, you must be a whatever. And that's a pretty bold statement. Mm -hmm. And then it's like a couple of your arms came out and hitched up your pants a while back. But but uh, what I was saying was uh, it's just the old jailbreak. That's all it is. You know, they could have been a train heist or a bank heist. There should have been a train heist. But um, you kind of get that. You kind of get the train heist with the Boba one then with the spice. It's not really a heist. Well, it's more it turns of a, out to be with... You let's know, stop it from killing us. True, but the actions to take down the train are the, are the same. But a little self-contained episode of adventure and establishing new characters. And the way it ends, you know, we were wondering, you know, because he could have killed mm -hmm. every single one of them but the way it was did. edited. And you're like, oh, maybe they'll come back. I just remember he turns his No Oh, that's a cute little blaster off his back. Just walking up. And the music. Now they all get to see him. What were there four? Oh, there's another ding. I forgot to put it. Or was one? I thought it was just shooting There's them. Two. Oh, they are shooting them. Every time he gets hit, it's a ding. Okay. I didn't know you were... With a gunshot. Yeah, Because you were doing dank ferrics and stuff. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. It hasn't gone up. Well, not this episode. Well, kind of glad that Mando came along, guys. There's one. There's one. 
Um, just seeing if there's only one. It's interesting that they would have been scared of flames at that particular point. I don't think they were. I think they just They just stopped. drew back. Maybe they're light receptors or something, and they're if they're if they're looking thermal. <laughs> it's a nice thank you. Mm-hmm. And then the bully knocking the shoulders. Great shot. Great shot. Right through the head. Yes, it it wasn't necessarily a great shot to physically shoot, but we're talking camera angle. Yeah. Right well, through I'm head. not talking about shooting them well, through just, the head. We're just doubly being sure. Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? See anybody? How lonely would this be? Being the one person, the one human on this prison barge, slowly coming through space. Uh, character or the actor is Matt Lanter, who was the voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars cartoons. Oh, which one? The Clone Wars. Which one? The Filoni Clone Wars. Okay. Hundred whatever episodes. With Ahsoka and all that. Easy egghead. They could have shot him already and nothing would have happened. They aren't there to kill. Why don't you just like shoot the signal thing? That would be a heck of a shot. Or take off a hand with it. Well, maybe shooting it would set it off. Why wouldn't he have already... He should have pushed already. Yeah, here we are. It seems like they would always be bickering and fighting amongst this group. Mando trying to calm it down. He sounds like that guy from Narcos. Just through some sort of vocoder or something. Sounds the exact same. Yeah. Just like under a helmet. Get the flash out of my face, <laughs> Bilber has a a squeal, uh, a range of his voice that just makes me smile sometimes. Crazy twee. <laughs> She makes a lot of Weird. very well as an actor, the choices she makes are very bold. You know, licking her fangs, doing a you know, different things. Because we haven't seen Twi'leks move around like that before and have that much personality. Mm-hmm. All right, well, there we go. Okay, these things look like straight out of Doctor Who. The um, Daleks? Yeah. The things. Mm. I remember getting scared after watching the, the Mummy on a Train episode. A mummy? There was this the mummy guy oh, who Doctor was on who? a train. Was that a David Tennant one? Yeah. Uh, no. That's yes. Funny. I don't know. You don't know? Well, you were pretty young, though. You think you'd still be scared? 
the concept made it was being really trapped on a train and the occult and all that. Okay, so uh, prisoner is another Twi'lek, and Mando knows him. I'm going to save you. Of course. There are so many of those glances Ding. earlier <laughs> are, are explained now. All the little nothing being said, but they're still looking at each other. Sweet nothings. So Zero was not down in the cargo hold when they were playing around with the child, was he? No. I'm sure you would have heard or know of its presence in there by now. That was a fast 10 minutes. Oh, and things are coming at you in light speed. Maybe they aren't too far away. But they said 10 minutes. Good shot. Good for shot. And then using your weight. <laughs> Very creative. Oh. Now covered. There you go. Good shot. <laughs> I think you got the correct uh, endage. So there must be power. Don't. <laughs> Don't overthink. Don't, Don't overthink. Even. That's just a habit of mine. Mm. It drives me nuts sometimes. Drives everyone Because nuts. it pulls me out of being able to enjoy it. Because I'm like, come on, that can't. Just suspend the disbelief and soak it up. I know. All right. So he, if he gets caught there, that's not good. If they get caught there, if they escape. Is that bullshit my face, Mando? <laughs> Beautiful red, like a submarine, but they're definitely being they're being herded. herded. Yeah, herded one way. Mando's really good with tech, I guess, and computers to figure that out. It's like in um, uh, Force Awakens when Ray. And they have the raptors rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Finn, she's able to track where he's at and quickly just figure stuff out. Why would he try Hello. to shoot this guy? Curious. Piecing it together because he intercepted Greaves. But why message. would he shoot him? Well, if it's a bounty, right? I shoot the IG, IG-88 or IG-11 was going to shoot. Well, that's because he was directed to. Dead or alive. No, he was told dead. Oh, he wanted him dead. I, do you think Mando was the only one who had a... Dead or alive? To not kill order? Even Maybe. though they could go either way. Pershing didn't want him to go either way. You know? I don't even know who he is. What about your sister? 
What about her? This is a great line. The look is beautiful too. Just nice family. <laughs> she comes to break him out, and, and then, then he's gonna leave her, her there. Nice family. <laughs> Poor Devin or whatever. Yeah. He's doing his job. A young man cut down his prime. I wonder if they're going to do another Clone Wars season or if the final season means the final season. Well, though, weren't all of those unfinished when Disney bought them? So then they I don't just know. finished them. I would say they're done, and they're going to focus more on live action. They're giving you Clone Wars in Bad Batch, in a way, right? I mean, but Clone Wars is different episode arcs, and I like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like, How even close... Doctor Who, it's different stuff every episode, but same characters. How close did we get to Revenge of the Sith with the storyline? Oh, Very. Very, very, so then you're running out of time, if they're going to keep moving forward. But I guess you could do a story at any point along that, as long as you're not mm -hmm. referencing the you know, something that happened later. Do a Zillow Beast follow-up. <laughs> a Zillow Beast. Or more Cad Bane stuff. Cad Bane would be a fun one. I love the hide-and-seek here. How this kid moves around. We see how slow he moves, right? With mm. him waddling, but yet he just miraculously can get someplace. Mm. <laughs> Gosh, it's just so cute. I would love to have been there when John said, hey, I got an idea. Baby Yoda. Or when sure did he get John? the idea? When did he come up with it? Was it talking, hanging around? We should have a small child. What sort of alien could it be? Make it as cute as possible. Mm. I didn't think they would... Well, I couldn't be anticipating it, but I wouldn't have envisioned that a baby Yoda would be that adorable. It's just so tiny. I wonder if all Yodas grow up to look the same. Or, like, if By Yoda's bigger eyes... Species. Yeah. You know, like bigger well, eyes is bigger eyes. Do you remember in, I think it was Phantom Menace, there was a Jedi Council. There was another one of his species. Her name was Yaddle. And you only saw her a couple times. I think she may have. And then there was more of a pale skinned one that wasn't exactly it, but he was close. He was in the Clone Wars as well on that Tarkin Prison Break episode where they yeah. had to go. Uh, even Peel. And I think he ended up dying in that Clone Wars episode. So there were others. You're talking over the Berg fight. I know. Well, I was answering your question. Um, but yeah, Berg is his strength is definitely shown in this stuff. So he just lifts up, pulls yeah. up. Oh. Yeah, I don't think Jian Ying could uh, get there so far, so fast. He's trying to get... My gosh, look at this. Jian Ying! 
This guy does not skip leg day at the gym. <laughs> Any day. That was amazing. Ooh. It was kind of like the very first time where they, they pulled Oof. that foreign through yeah. the door. They got sliced in half. So that guy's the only one who's dead. We think but so. Don't we see him in the cage, though? Right. Because he got smashed by horns. the door. It took all of his horn off. The horns. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, they make it look like each one of these was, was killed. Which was good storytelling. Because they could have been, and that could have been it. Oh, I, this is my favorite one. The lights flash. The strobing with man around. So as you watch this, uh, if you didn't remember, et just, cetera, just focus on Mando. And Mayfeld is not dumb. Oh, we cut away. Well, that was surprisingly easy. And he, Mando had to do all the athletics earlier yeah, to take him down. Before. Yeah. She heard the noise. She heard the sound. Wow, wow. All right, there's two. It has to be bullets. I'm just I'm okay. Because it's like the visible like ding. Yeah. Yeah, you could die. Oh, here we go. Mando is on the hunt. Probably have his back gun facing behind him. Yeah. Unless it's like back gun has like a finger trigger thing synced up to his guns. It is. I there think. we go. There know. we go. Nothing. There. Nothing. There. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was so great. No. Just knew it. I could watch that strobe scene again. That's just phenomenal. Okay, pause and rewind, no, everyone. No, <laughs> yeah, and sync up on that. This guy's like, I've been in here forever. Just let and me you go. You were in there for like five minutes, ten minutes. Feels like a very long ten minutes if the other ten minutes mm -hmm. went by so quick. I really like the music and the themes in Mando. Granted, we've seen them many more times than Boba, but just so soothing and it sounds cool. I like the Marshalls theme. We'll have to pay attention to that when we get to oh, the next will. Because Mando's here for profit. Now he's come out ahead, but he can still come out even more ahead here by taking this guy. Oh. Now, they're right below the center of that thing. Remember the center of the hold is where they exited? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, hold on. What did I do? Fantastic. What powers? Right? Thanks, Mando. Mm -hmm. 
imagine if he would have missed and shot a hole through the thing and everybody dies? Or they undo the seat, the vac seal. Yeah. The vac tube. Oof. He could have killed everybody on that ship <laughs> instantly. Well, not instantly. Not, it would have taken a bit. It's huge. Well, with the bulkheads down, it would have kept it atmosphere in a couple of the areas. As long as they're airtight. Mm-hmm. That's a cool Back looking thing. Outpost. It's kind of like a Cloud City type looking thing. Yeah, it's probably a lot bigger. I don't Cloud City in the games make it look bigger. Oh, this yeah. just look like a depot of some sort. What was that? Battlefront 1? The original? No, I think it was in the newer ones. You can run around on bigger boards and stuff. Well, I mean on Bespin, though. Mm, just Bespin on the first Battlefront. That was on PlayStation yeah. 2. That was a small board. Com- comparatively. Comparatively. Uh-huh. No questions. Test your loyalty, Ran. Ron. I don't think Ran would, if he's the middleman to set people up and make jobs, maybe he doesn't typically do that. Maybe he just did it because the Twi'lek here got put away. He looks like John Favreau. Hmm. Mm. This is just great. There he is. So he got paid off. He's probably expecting a double cross. He's just oh yeah. He's just so creative here though. Now, these X-Wings you see, all three of them are directors of these episodes. <laughs> You'll see Deborah Chow, mm-hmm. um, the Rick, oh man, I'm sorry, Fujiyama or close to that, yeah. and then Dave Filoni. That looks like General Grievous's little ship in a way, minus all the guns. Oh, beef, eh. this is great. Because when we see him pick it up, we were like, what's he doing with it? Uh, what's this? Get out of here. Trackers and fobs and everything. There are some X-Wings. Which, as we find out later on, especially, you know, they're very much like the police. Dave Filoni. Uh-huh. Rick? I thought Deborah Cho was shown. Uh-huh. She'll be doing the, Oh, yeah, she's here. She directed the Obi-Wan. Oh, that was X-Wings. There she was. Okay, so, fun fact, Dave Filoni's X-Wing that they used to shoot his interiors, I don't know if they used the same one for all of them, like if they did them all at the same time, mm-hmm. but that X-Wing... I read it or heard it or somewhere, and I shouldn't do this when I can't bring my sources on it, but immediately when they got done, they took his X-Wing and took it to Galaxy's Edge at, uh, I would assume Disney World, but Disneyland would have been closer. So his prop that they use in the movie is in Galaxy's Edge. There's the ball. Well, it could be the one on the Frog Lady episode because we see a full X-Wing, not just a cockpit. Oof. Dave Floney's in that one? I don't think he's one of the two. I don't 
There's yeah, two. Yeah, he is. He is. Then it's that one. I it, ha- it should be that one. Maybe. Good. So they didn't die. They double crossed him, and all he did was put him here to get found. But they're not gonna. They're not coming here because exactly. there's no. They're just gonna be stuck in there forever. Now that distress thing meant here, come here quick. But, but I think, think it followed the thing. You would think that there would be some sort of famu yiwa. Oh, famu famu yiwa. So that was him. Fam, u, yi, wa. This is very pretty. Ooh, Let's see what? Oh, they have an aqualish with them originally. In the back. I wonder who he was gonna be. I don't know. There's Migs. There's Migs. Was he bald? Yeah. There he is. Gosh. Oof. Well, they definitely had a look for him. And for all of them. Iowati. Iowati. Carl Weathers. Oh, because <laughs> he had one thing. Because of his little transmission that barely spoke. Again, enjoyed it. You know, we're watching this. We're doing these podcasts because we really like Star Wars. And as you see, we talk about stuff that we like and stuff that, oh, this could be better or it bugs us. Or next season, there's an episode we didn't really like at all. But, um, no, we love this stuff. This is Sometimes we get to skip Frog Lady. We got to watch it, man. It's just, it's there just to branch getting frog lady to in a, in a book that you read there could be a down chapter right it's fine though but you have to paint you know go through it pay your dues oh all right so just to give you why nolan had his little reaction there uh the credits shrunk down and then all of a sudden there's a big picture of giancarlo esposito called reckoning advertising next one so that one guy from breaking bad breaking bad he was in some spike lee movies do the right thing was a real popular one that was a after i saw him in breaking bad i went back and saw him in that but um but yeah we're gonna have a a couple uh well one more of our podcast we'll cover the last two episodes the reckoning and redemption and i remember i remember those were really (laughs) <laughs> really good and we talk about that the second season was great all-star and, episodes yes yeah. but i mean think back to what we're gonna see and what we've said about just these last two episodes and what's to come in the next two <laughs> bless you our dog just sneezed our dog chewy just sneezed um but yeah so i mean this season can't say it's underrated because it was up for best drama and mm-hmm. it was it's what brought us in and made us excited for the second season but um they just raised the bar with that second season they left it high here oh yeah and they cleared it they cleared it they cleared it with the first episode mm. yeah can't wait for that so we'll have one more podcast here before uh and we're about halfway through up to uh um what do we call it till uh obi-wan shows up we're still a few so months away. Is it away. called Obi Wan? I want it to be called Kenobi. It should be called. called... I, I think it's called Obi Wan Kenobi. Ugh. We'll I don't want to watch. We'll it. just call it Kenobi. Oh wait, you're you're just gonna say no? Yeah. No, thanks. I'm, I'm vetoing it because it's, it's called Obi Wan. It should be Kenobi. Just Kenobi. Just Kenobi. Kenobi. Well, at least they didn't call it Ben. Oof. Ben Kenobi. Ben. Why did why why Ben? needed a name you know to, why ben to why does ben with, exist in uh, star wars in that world 
in any world. <laughs> well, sorry to all you Bens that are listening. No Bens are listening. <laughs> if your name's Ben, stop listening. If your name is Ben, please email us or, and let us know so we can personally apologize. Also, give us a and question related to wrong. our show. There we go. Well, yeah. We do have a Q&A. Well, technically, it's not a Q&A. It's just a, a question that I was thinking of that Star Wars fans have debated uh, for years, and by years, meaning, oh, 15 to 20. It's uh, no one. It's my question. It wasn't sent in. So the question is, what is the proper order that a brand newbie to Star Wars who hasn't seen the movies, but they're eager, willing, and energetic to watch them, What's the proper viewing order that you think they should watch the movies? I know it's kind of basic, but I'm going to say like one through nine instead of just like four, five, six, one, two, three. Just because, I mean, while watching the first three, you actually see the downfall of Anakin turning into Darth Vader. But if you watch like the first trilogy, it's just. There's Darth Vader. You don't know why he's there, you mean, but he's cool. The original trilogy, yes. you don't know why he's there, but he's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, prequel trilogy, obviously, first. And then, just four, five, six. And the, but, like, when did when did Solo happen? Uh, Solo was young, so, uh, well, he's older than Luke. Right? He's mid-30, 30, 30 mid-30s. Probably 30 and Luke's 19 in New Hope, right? Mm-hmm. So he's about 10 years older than him. So you can do the math. It's between Clone Wars and New Hope, you know, but it's, you know, that time frame. So between six and one, solo, or three and four, sorry. That's okay. Between, Slow down for people following. So one, and then two, two and then three, three, then solo, solo, then episode four. four. The original trilogy? No. Uh, Do they do the Death Star in New Hope? The first Death Star, yeah. So I guess also put Rogue One there. Oh, so you remember the... Stop. Okay. One, two, three, Three. Solo, Rogue One, four, five, six, and then the sequel sequel to the new movies. Okay. And then shows like afterwards, because then you know the Clone Wars existed. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's good. That's very interesting. The counter argument is, and the one that true loyalists had always gone by is, you have to show them in the year the, the in the order that they were theatrical, theatrically released, for those fans who have lived the Star Wars over the decades, they want that new person to experience it in the same way that they did, yeah. whether it was as a child or a grown up. You know, seems kind of conversionist. Well, it's you you always want to look out for, you know, those people that have are are vulnerable and finally willing to sit down and watch the thing that they've heard about or that they know you've obsessed about. And so now you want them to have the best experience possible. And so if you can mirror your experience a little bit, it might help. So but mine is a bit different. It's kind of a compromise of that. So mine, the, the, in the order that they're released for the episodes one through nine, okay? Mm-hmm. I think you should watch the original trilogy first before the prequels so that 
the basis to all the excitement that everybody loved about Phantom Menace when it was coming out was this cute little kid. How could this kid grow up to be Darth Vader? And so then you get to see his downfall in the next two. Oh, he falls in love in Attack of the Clones in episode two. And then three, he becomes Vader. Okay, so if we don't have that, then it's just, oh, a story of a kid. Oh, he's going to be a Jedi. Oh, he falls in love. Oh, he's this. Oh, he turns into somebody named Darth Vader. Oh, he kills younglings. Oh, now in the original trilogy, now we get to see his exploits. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just going as a purist. I would watch four, five, and six so that I can understand the storyline of this cute little kid, Anakin, in the prequels and that individual's downfall. Does that make sense? Whatever. So then I would continue from there and I would go, this is going to blow your mind. Then I would go, uh, af so the original trilogy, then the prequels, then I would go with um, four, five, six, one, two, three, then I would go Rogue One before I go back into four, five, six again. You're going to watch, oh God, I can't know. Here's my thing. And, and we'll cut it short because that's really the main thing is their first exposure to Darth Vader, like you said. Well, you, you just start, watch Rogue One first. If you start with four, five, six, oh, this person, oh, he's bad. Oh, this, oh, he has redemption. Wow, now it's this little boy and then how bad he falls. You have a much greater appreciation of Darth Vader in the original trilogy once you've seen what he was originally and then how he became who he was. And then you see him again in the original trilogy. So before the sequels even came out, people would argue about, of the six episodes, what's the order? And from then, I'm like, six? It's nine. Because I watch the original trilogy, prequels, and then original trilogy. And you're going to have a much deeper understanding. Uh, just like in the exact same way of if you watch Rogue One before A New Hope, after you've known the story, you understand the the importance of their mission. And then when R2 is rolling around in uh, A New Hope, you understand all of the sacrifice and death that's in him, that if he never makes it out of the Jawas, you know, if Luke doesn't save him, all of those things. It, it just adds so much, uh, so many layers of understanding and, and just gratification if you do it the way that I said to do it. i just like to say, nerd. Yeah, but a nerd who loves this, and you've dropped the nerd a few times, but I Drop think the nerd. I'm just saying that I I think a a, a true I, Star I Wars you. fan I, understands. Yes, and as a a critical analysis of it as a saga, you get much more enjoyment out of the characters if you do the original trilogy, just so you learn who they are, then you go back in the sequels, find or prequels, excuse me, to see. Oh, that's how they came to be. Even Ben Kenobi turned out. How did he turn out that way? You get to see mm -hmm. his evolution. And then you have to go through them again. Notice uh, I didn't say Solo. Um, so after you get through the, it's the, not really necessary. the original it's just like trilogy twice, then you can do the sequels and end. Then eh, go ahead and watch Solo. Because it does nothing for other than introduce Han. But I don't think you need... I, I love his introduction in the cantina. 
you know, I don't need a story of mm -hmm. him right away. So, so that's what I thought, and I, um, I knew you'd have your opinion, and that's just mine. I do have my opinion, and I, I love that, and that's awesome. I just know I'm not going to be watching twelve, fourteen Star Wars movies. Well, just to but watch again, the series. This wasn't for you who have seen them. This is I somebody know. who's will, really trusting and open, and they want to watch them. And you can knock them out. Imagine that almost two full weeks. Just a movie a day. And you get to watch one Star Wars a night. Or you could just watch The Lord of the Rings an hour a night and have 12 days. That's about, yeah, that's about right as well. Stopping, starting, stopping, starting, stopping. Oh, that starting. would suck. That'd be annoying. Yeah. So, uh, flip the disc. Yes. Yes. So that's, um, that's it. That's all we're going to uh, have for this one. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please reach out to us. Um, please look in our bio, uh, of Twitter, Instagram, our YouTube channel is up. Um, so you can go and listen to that when you're wherever, um, you don't have to go to all these places. That'd be ridiculous, but you can find us at one of those different yep. entities so uh, thank you for listening we'll be back next week with the final two episodes of season one of Mando I'm Nolan and I'm Bob that's it thanks